Grocery Outlet is your headquarters for amazing holiday deals. This week, complete your holiday menu with Jamestown or Country Ribbon Bone-In Spiral Half Ham, just $1.29 a pound. That's a savings of up to 68% versus traditional grocery stores. With incredible deals like this, no wonder even Santa is feeling the holiday bliss. Stop by your local grocery outlet and take advantage of tremendous savings on everything you need for the holidays. Grocery Outlet Bargain Market. Coming to you from his Honda Fit and Rated D for Dumb, you are listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave. Better to podcast from a fit than to throw a fit, wouldn't you agree? Here is Dave. The following podcast is rated D for Dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2009 Honda Fit. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hello, everybody. My name is Dave Canyon. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. Are you ready to dumb it down? All right, fantastic. It is June 9th. It is 10.27 a.m. It's a Sunday morning. It's a sunny, blue sky Sunday morning in Rensselaer, New York, as I leave. I just finished my first Saturday night on the new schedule. And I just want to say this. Boo! Boo! Stupid, stupid management. Bad management. Boo! Bad schedule. Bad bid. Bad. Bad. Stupid. Dumb. Not good. All right. I want to get that out of my system. Ruined my life. I guess there's more. Ruined my life. Two years I had Saturdays off. Worked my whole life to get seniority. Anyway. I think that's it. Now I can't see Steve Miller at the Brickyard in Kingston. I can't go to the races with my son on Saturdays. I can only come home on Sundays. Can't wait to the third Sunday of every month where I go to the Knights of Columbus Pythias Elks and I get to have the pancake breakfast if I decide to get off my no-carb diet. The highlight of my weekend. Go to sleep on Sunday morning, wake up Sunday afternoon. Hey, how was your weekend? I don't know. I worked and slept through it. What happened? You used to have Saturdays and Sundays off. Yeah, I did. And then management came in. The fifth or sixth transportation supervisor in six years. We get one a year. They don't stick around. This guy says he's sticking around. You know what? Don't do me any favors. Take you and your stupid bid and, and take a walk. Go to your next job now. Save us all the, the hassle. It's just a matter of time, folks, before the next supervisor slash dispatcher leaves. The drivers are leaving in droves. Four senior drivers. It's not a trucking show. Four senior drivers have left. And I went backwards in this bid. It's ridiculous. I hate working Saturdays. Dave, you got to get over it. No! I'm not getting over it. No! I want my Saturdays back. I mean, by the way, I had a really easy night. Saturdays is one of the greatest nights to work. Well, then what's the problem? I don't want to work it. I'd rather work a much more difficult Tuesday. By the way, not that difficult. I'd rather work a Wednesday, a Monday, whatever. Monday's my overtime day. Now my overtime day is Tuesday, but guess what? They didn't have any overtime for me on Tuesday because I'm not regularly scheduled, and the work they had was not significant enough to bring me in. Ah! 
These are these are podcast terms for anger. I guess it's time to start looking in the one ads. Time to start looking for another place to work. Perhaps our listeners would like to join Dave in a drink break. What kind of drink? Tea? Coffee? Fruit juice? Anything they would like, Harry. Just not water, Emma. I have bad luck with that. No, just 1% low-fat milk. For some reason, all, all of the sudden, there's milk in the cooler. We had like a little refrigerator. We had milk in the cooler. We haven't had milk in the cooler in, in, in years. We used to have water during the summer. No more free water, which, by the way, I'm not a big fan of. Because, you know, I have a, I have tap water in my house. You know, Most people have running water in their house. I don't have to come to work and get free bottles, free plastic bottles of water. Which, by the way, so many of the drivers come in and they would grab, there'd be like two 24-packs of water. Not just this job, other jobs they've had. And they come in, they don't grab like two or three waters. They grab like two, uh, two, uh, um... Like two barrels, you know, like the they walk out with like well, their left hand is like their waiters or whatever, you know. They they walk out with like eight, sixty point nine ounce bottles of water, and then you get into the truck after they're done, and the bottles are rolling around on the floor. I, we, I haven't seen a water bottle in a truck in in, in in a long time, so I'm really a, a, a fan of the company not giving out water as free or as cheap as it is. I mean, it's water; it doesn't cost that much to produce it. And it definitely doesn't bottle and all that stuff. So they gave it away. But they don't do that no more. All of a sudden, here comes this 1% milk. And the only reason why I'm drinking it, it's supposed to be good for my blood pressure. Although, I think what would be good for my blood pressure if I, if I didn't do this podcast. I mean, today. But, you know, I got to do it because I'm on Mile High Radio. MileHIRadio.com. Every Monday from 11 a.m. to noon, I got to give them an hour of podcasting. I could play repeats, but I feel a little pressure. So, you know, I'm going to... I'm going to do two half-hour shows a week, and so far, for as long as I've been on MileHighHIRadio.com, I've been producing two half-hour shows a week. Anyway, I'm, uh, I'm working on a special. I, I have a show that I did a couple of years ago with a, a buddy of mine named Matt Neff from the Entree Nito podcast, and uh, I, at the time, I only had 45 minutes uh, to, to do the podcast, and I think Spreaker cut us off at like 43 or 44, something like that, and uh, I never got a chance to, to properly end the show, so uh, I'm going to do a show where I add on to that. What do you care? And I'm going to, you know, I'll have an hour show. I don't know if it's going to air on Spreaker. It might just air on Mile High Radio. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe I'll have uh, uh, cut it into two half-hour shows or something like that. Anyway, um, yeah, boo. Boo on the stupid schedule. Boo, Saturday. Boo. Hiss, hiss. Thumbs down. All right, whatever. Grow up, Dave. So, and by the way, thank you to Linda from Awesome Insanity Surfers for that uh, sound effect there. Perhaps our listeners would like to join Dave in a drink break. What kind of drink? Tea? Coffee? Fruit juice? (sighs) Anything they would like, Harry. Just not water, Emma. I have bad luck with that. I don't know. You know, they just did an episode, Awesome Saturday. Linda just did an episode where the AI went swimming. I'm a little bit confused about that. I That really threw me off. I didn't know that AI could swim. So I don't know where they were swimming, but, you know, was it in a real pool? It sounded like a real pool to me. It sounded like they were diving in or jumping in. I, this is what I heard. 
I cannot confirm nor deny what I heard. I might be delusional, but I'm pretty sure she just did an episode where the AI went swimming. Anyway, because they wanted to go on vacation, which I you know, think is quite clever. I mean, everybody deserves a vacation. All right, let's get to the show. Oh, Saturday. I hate working Saturdays. Well, my Saturday's back. I'm really upset. All right, so let's talk about something that maybe you want to listen to. Uh, all right, so thank you, Linda. And by the way, if, uh, if you want to be a part of the show, I've invited all of you. So far, Linda, of course, has been contributing and, um, uh, and doing very well. And I'm sure there's more stuff coming, and we'll be talking about it, her and I, and whatever. And uh, then I got this. Let me see if I can do this without losing the show. This is Joe from the No City on the Sideline Dam podcast. And the following podcast is rated D for dumb. All right, so, you know, you have that possibility of, uh, of being part of the show. Just do a little thing. Hey, this is, you know, blah, 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 and from blah, 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 and I'm listening to blah, blah, blah. Now, don't be a smart ass and do a, ch- uh, a, a drop where you go, hey, this is blah, blah, blah from blah, blah, blah. You know, just you know, say your name, where you're from, and say whatever you want. You know, try to make it like three to five seconds. You want to try to do another one, uh, be a little jokey, five to seven seconds, try that. You want to do another one and be even more jokey, try to do like within 10 seconds, fine, but don't go too long. Don't go into 15, 20, 30 seconds. You're probably not as funny as you think. And then you're not going to be on the show, and then you're going to be upset that I didn't play it. And then you're going to contact me and say, oh, I sent you that thing. It was really funny. You know, that thing I do, I make fun of you. Because, you, know, you know, I had a buddy of mine the other day who made fun of my accent. I, w- I was actually, for the first time in my life, I was really, I was, I was offended. It's one of my depleters. Anyway, um, so, yeah, I, you know, I, I know what I sound like. I, you don't have to exaggerate what I sound like. But, hey, but you make fun of people down south. Yeah, well, I guess I do, but... I think they really do talk like that. I think they do. I know I've been to a Waffle House and they talk like that. Anyway, by the way, you might hear like a million motorcycles passing me today because there's a Maricade up in Lake George, New York, and they're all headed home from a Maricade. Sunday morning. And see, if I was working Saturday, you know, Friday into Saturday, I was going home Saturday, you wouldn't hear these motorcycles. These guys would still be up there. But since, you know, since I work Saturdays, now you have to put up with the motorcycles. All right. So, I didn't really want to talk about any of that, of course. How much are we into the show? Ten minutes, exactly. All right, not too bad. So, I'm on the treadmill of Planet Fitness. We're going to talk about Normandy here, the invasion of Normandy. Apparently, it was 75 years, the anniversary, or whatever you want to call it. The anniversary is such a weird word, but I guess that's the word we always use. Um, oh, so, by the way, thank you, Joe, from uh, the No Sitting on the Sidelines podcast, and uh, thank you, Linda, for more awesome setting surfers. Thank you, um... Awesome insanity surface, and then uh, thank you, Alex, at the top of the show, Alex, Alex Exum, you know, for doing that intro. He goes, Dave is Dave, and uh, who else is involved with the show? That's it. Oh yeah, by the way, I'm on 20 different podcast platforms now. So if you don't like listening on Spreaker, I don't know why you wouldn't. Uh, I'm on Podbean. I'm on Player FM. I'm in uh, Castbox, whatever that is. I'm in Himalaya. I'm in Google Podcasts. I'm an Apple podcast. Uh, I'm on Spotify. And now I'm on iHeartRadio. <laughs> you think I'd be like, what? iHeartRadio? This show should be flooded with listeners. Well, the problem is nobody knows when they go to iHeartRadio that they can find me. They're not looking for me. So I got to make myself discoverable. Uh, what else? I'm also on Stitcher. Uh, I'm going to be on Podcoin real soon. I, I got to work on that in the next couple of days. Uh, so yeah, I'm on like everywhere there's a podcast platform. Platform, I'm there. 
So you can go, you can tell your friends. How do I find it? Oh, Dave is everywhere. Dumbing it down with Dave is everywhere. You know, every possible place you go. I'm not on Libsyn. That's liberated syndication. I got to find out about getting on Libsyn. I don't know if that's a thing I can get on. I don't know if that's how that works. But I'm on everything else. So there's no reason. Although I know there'll be a bunch of depleters out there. They'll go, oh, I couldn't find your podcast. How could you not find it? There's not a podcast platform that I'm not on. I think there's like one or two smaller ones that I'm going to investigate. But Oh, by the way, I'm also on YouTube. Not just Dave's Fit Life. You know, the, the, the YouTube series, which, by the way, new episodes are coming soon. Uh, I know it's been a while. But, um, you know, uh, I, 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 I do with this uh, Dave's Fit Life where I live in my Honda Fit during the work week. And I try to uh, live in my fit, you know, uh, get physically fit and fit things into my life. Dave's Fit Life on YouTube. But dumbing it down with Dave is on YouTube. Nothing happens. You just listen. But it's there. It's there. Just as much as it's on iHeartRadio. It's very easy to find. Is it? I think it is. I think if you go to YouTube, you do Dumbing It Down With Dave. It just shows up. Hi, motorcycles. You want to cut me off? Whoa, oh, the Knight's Order. Oh, what are you? Oh, you're a gang. I, I, you know, I love the fact that you guys are motorcycle riders. You cut right in front of my car. That's right, Mark. I'm having an incident on the thruway. I'm doing 60 miles an hour. They cut in front of me, and now they're doing 62. Why don't they just do 70 like everybody else? Get the hell out of my way. I, I'm a, I Listen, I ride a motorcycle, too. Those guys are just cut in front of my car. That was pretty stupid. That wasn't a good move. Can we get to the show? Normandy. All right, listen. Uh, I was in the military, and I got to tell you, just being in the military, stressful enough. For guys like me and like 99% of the guys that I, I served with, it was stressful enough. The waking up, the going to sleep, the putting a standing watch, eating that food, you know, uh, showering, you know, uh, those showers where everybody, you know, is meat gazing and all that stuff. Uh, you know, meat gazing, that's what they called it. Uh, you know, the military is like being in prison, except you're in the military. So, you know, you get the same shirts, I think. You know, you're wearing those chambray, they call them a chambray, the blue chambray shirts. I think Jay Leno wears those. Uh, Cambray, chambray, I don't know. You're wearing those stupid pants and, uh, you know, you do, you're working 24-7. You're always at work. You're, you're almost never, ever not at work. Especially when you're out at sea. And then, you know, then you're, then you're serving the military. You, they do these drills 24-7. They're always running drills. You never know what's going to be next. There's a fire drill. There's a, a, a tracking drill. There's just drill after drill after drill. Gotta, we got to stay sharp. Got to stay sharp. I just took a milk drink, but I'm not going to play that clip. That's why we have to we have to make a smaller one, Linda. It just says time for a drink break. Just a smaller one. Anyway, so Normandy. Listen, I'm surprised because President Trump was over there. I'm surprised that he didn't say something, and nobody else in the media that likes to destroy him said anything as well. First of all, let me backpedal just a little bit. Let me back up commemoration. I know that we love to commemorate. Of course, I'm a pragmatic, so I have a problem with that. I don't stop anybody from commemorating, but I got to tell you, I realized that it was a big day, you know, the invasion of Normandy. I realized that, you know, there was the whole thing about, you know, stopping Hitler and 
you know, we invaded Normandy and, you know, uh, we stopped Hitler. You know, that was a big thing. I just saw that movie called uh, The Longest Day, which is really not that great of a movie. They say it's one of the greatest movies ever or something like that. I didn't think it was that great of a movie, you know. But um, it's really funny because in the movie, all the Americans, no matter where they're shooting, no matter what they're using to shoot, they hit their targets. Russians are going down left and right. Oh, Germans. Germans are going down left and right. But uh, the bad guys miss constantly. And they hit machine guns in the movie. They're like, eh, you know, brrr. <laughs> Americans are just running across the courtyard faster than the bullets are flying. So it's kind of a funny movie in the way where the Germans are the worst shots. They have no focus, no aim. They, they can't shoot or their guns don't work or something. And the whole movie, they're shooting Americans and they're missing. And the Americans are shooting and they're hitting. I think in, the, in that movie, nobody actually gets killed on the beach. It's just a, not that great of a movie. I didn't think so, but whatever. And I like those movies. I like the battle movies. I like the old, you know, older movies, whether they're black and white or recently in color, you know, 50s and 60s. I like all of them. I like movies. I just didn't think that was a great movie. And I'm not going to watch it again. Usually I tell myself, yeah, I'm going to watch it again. I, I don't know if I'm going to watch it again. It has an all-star cast, you know, John Wayne and a million other people, but I don't think it was that great of a movie. Also, anyway, so I'm not into commemoration, but Dave, it's been 75 years. Those guys are 90 years old. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm surprised a whole bunch of them didn't drop dead, uh, you know, flying to Normandy from the United States. Yeah, that's a big flight. Uh, I'm not, I, I wouldn't wish it. I'm just saying, that's a long flight for those guys. But, you know, I, I'm not about commemoration. I got it in my head. I know we like to do that. We like to commemorate the Independence Day, and we call it the 4th of July. We like to commemorate, commemorate, commemorate. I got to tell you, I'm not a commemorator. You know, as a pragmatic, I, I've i come to the realization that, uh, well, I think I was a non-commemorator before I was a known, you know, card-carrying, you know, pragmatic. I don't need to commemorate. I don't celebrate my birthday. I wouldn't if anybody, if nobody brought it up. I don't celebrate anything. I, I don't want to. I don't need to. I... I just don't think... I'm not anti-party. I'm not anti-fun. Just don't think we need to commemorate. But, day that was such a big day. Okay. Listen, I'm never going to stop people from doing it. I'm just expressing my opinion. Uh, And those guys were very brave. But then again, I was in the military, and I can tell you right now, a lot of them were not brave. A lot of them were were scared. A lot of them were cowards. But they, they, they walked into the water anyway. You know, I'm a coward. I was in the military. I served a big chicken. A big snowflake chicken. I don't I didn't like it. I didn't like I didn't want to fight. I'm glad we weren't at war. But if we were at war, I would have had to be brave. You know, there's a fire, you gotta put it out. If there's an accident, you gotta to tend to the victims. You know, uh, you gotta rise up. Those guys rose up. So I know we like to say how brave they were, but a lot of those guys were just doing their job. I'm not trying to take away from, although it, you know, it sounds like that, right? It sounds like I'm trying to take away. It's, uh, I just, I'm, I, the rhetoric or, or the, uh, the over-celebration, I, you know, for me, it, everything's over-celebrated. But I get it. I get it. And calling them the greatest generation, again, <laughs> that's very high praise for an entire generation. I, I don't know what the criteria is, you know, that they use to give them the the moniker, is that the word moniker, of greatest generation. I know they were an admirable generation, They were whatever. 
but you know they did a lot of things wrong too. You know, I, I don't know anything off the top of my head except they spawned the next generation that wasn't so hot. They don't call the generation after the greatest generation the next the greatest generation. That generation apparently has no notoriety. So the greatest generation made a generation that nobody cares about. Maybe those are the baby boomers. I don't know. Maybe that's me. I don't know. But not so great. And then the next generation after that, I think was even worse. I think every generation has gotten progressively worse. So that generation rose to the occasion of having to stop and kill Hitler. Because that was the most evil, horrible thing that's ever come across this planet that we know of. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a sociologist and I'm not a historian. So I can't talk about people and groups and I really can't talk about history. But I heard Genghis Khan was pretty bad. I don't know. How about Attila the Hun? Pretty bad, right? Oh, you know, we've had Napoleon. Was he good or bad? I don't remember. Who was in charge of the Romans? Caesar? Was he bad? I don't know. So, but for, for modern times, for these days, Hitler was you know, the worst thing ever. And we stopped him. Uh, so I'm not so much into celebrating these events. I'm not into commemorating. But Dave, if you were in... Listen, if I was in the military and they called me and said, Hey, you know, I don't know. Are you going to pay? Uh, well, you fly me to Normandy? All right, I'll go. You fly me? Okay. Oh, I get to meet the president? Okay. I'm assuming that we're going to get three square meals a day. Is this like a charter? Is this like a vacation charter? Okay, I'll go. Otherwise, no, I'll stay home. I don't, I don't need to be commemorated. I don't. I'm just not into that. Anyway, although I do like watching the Oscars. I always enjoy watching the Oscars. But I like the whole team aspect of it, you know. One guy gets the trophy and 20 people go up to the stage. I can't explain it, but I like it. And I, I fancy myself a, you know, a frustrated uh, movie director, writer, and all that other stuff. Um, so, and by the way, a lot of people died on that beach. A lot of people died in that war. A lot of people died in every war. Uh... Oh, here's another, uh, before I get to that. You know, you want to talk about greatest generation? How about those guys during the Civil War? Guys on the, uh, the South and the guys in the North. Well, that, was, that was pretty amazing, right? Those guys were fighting for something they truly believed in, I think, right? Uh, that's a pretty great generation, I would think. What's the criteria? What is the top five criteria for greatest generation? Or top ten? What, what do you got to do to... So what boxes do you have to check off where they go, oh, yeah, see, that generation, that was a great generation. Um, so what did I side from? I was, uh, I was working my way towards something. So I, I was watching, oh, President Trump. I don't know if that was what I was on, but I find it interesting that the media that loves to destroy him, and nobody has said this. Remember that comment he made about Senator McCain? The POW, uh, MIA, POW, uh, congressman, senator, whatever he is, senator. Um, and he said, I, I like, uh, I like, what is this? I like prisoners that don't get caught, or I like guys that don't get shot or don't get caught, right? And Trump got a lot of flack for that because he took a shot at McCain. By the way, I, I was thinking about that. I, I, uh, it has something to do with Reagan, I'll tell you in a second. But I'm surprised that the media didn't say or Trump didn't say yeah I like guys that don't get killed on the beach I like guys that don't get shot on the beach I just uh, 
I'm surprised that that didn't get brought up. You know, he's so anti-McCain, but he's so pro all these other guys, and they did worse than McCain. McCain, he lived, and he went back and he rescued whoever, and he did his thing. And he's famous for, you know, that whole thing that he did, being a POW, MIA, or POW. But uh, these guys in Normandy, they, they, go, they got off the boat, you know, those little crappy boats, and uh, they walked in the water with the rifles over the head, and then some of them got shot before they even hit the beach. Some of them got shot on the beach. I'm surprised he didn't say nothing about that. And I'm surprised that the media didn't say, oh, how about this, you know, President Trump? All right, I'm just saying, it's what he said, and they made a big deal of him saying that about McCain, and here it is. He's commemorating soldiers that got killed, but he won't commemorate a soldier that got caught, escaped, and then went back. It's interesting. The whole thing is what to pick on and what not to pick on. I don't think we're going to do a breather break today. We're 25 minutes into the show. I want to do the loop-de-loop story. We're not going to have time for that. Uh, so, I found that interesting. Uh, I also find it interesting that the greatest generation was willing to send in all those boys to get shot. Listen, <laughs> getting killed is a big deal. You don't come back from that. Getting killed is not something there's a there's a comeback for. When you get killed, it's over. And the government at that time was really willing and really super willing to send troops into battle. And I realize it was all to kill Hitler. I get it. And to stop, you know, his reign or the spread of whatever. I get that. I'm not a historian, so I don't know why those guys had to hit that beach the way they did. I saw the movie, you know, The the Longest Day. Uh, I don't know why they couldn't have more air power. Uh, I don't know why those guys... Why couldn't they have shields? Shouldn't they have had, like, these huge, you know, like like Captain America-type shields? Not that they would have superpowers, but, you know... Why would you send them in naked? I found that to be interesting, too. All right, guys, we're going to get off this boat with our rifles over our head because we're in water. We're going to get onto the beach, and our rifles will be above our head. We'll be exhausted. And the whole time we'll be sitting ducks for the Germans up on the top of the hill, and then we're going to get killed. That doesn't sound like a great generation to me. That sounds like a a really ill-prepared and not well-thought-out generation to me. I don't really care about the generation. I'm just saying, maybe that's hindsight. Maybe hindsight's 2020. Maybe, maybe it's easy for me to say now. But it just seems like uh, I think we could have waited. Maybe, maybe we couldn't because the whole thing with Dunkirk. I guess I'm not a historian. Please don't yell at me. Go, oh, you're an idiot. I, I know I'm an idiot. The show is called Dumbing It Down with Dave. I don't know what I'm talking about. But it just seems things could have went a little bit better. And it just seems to be like those guys should have had some shields so they could deflect the bullets. And a lot of them would have lived. Or maybe one big shield and they all could have walked behind it. I don't, I, it just seems like that was a bad idea to send them. Like it's a cover-up somehow. <laughs> I don't want to start conspiracy theories, but it kind of seems like it might. this might all be a cover-up. You know... Whoever was president at the time, was it Hoover? I don't even know. Eisenhower? I don't know who was president. Eisenhower? No. Whatever. Hoover, I think. 
Truman? I don't know. He sent these guys into war. I'm just throwing out presidential names now for, for $50. And it was the biggest mistake. So many guys died. And so instead of saying, oh, oh, uh-oh, we made a big mistake, they go, those guys were brave. They're so brave. This is the greatest generation ever. Uh, yeah, but you sent them in and you, you got them killed. That's a lot of guys with no protection. Oh, they were so brave. So brave. Uh, no, they're dead. They're not brave at all. They're dead. They're not coming back. I can't imagine the guys that cleaned up that beach. Oh, all those bodies. I saw that Spielberg movie where those bullets sounded like laser beams. Pew, 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 pew. And there was limbs and blood everywhere. Oh, God. That's a horrible, horrible day. That invasion of North D-Day. Is that what they're calling it? I don't know. I'm not a historian. It just seems like maybe a little bit better planning. A little bit more prepared. I know we had a metal, right? Didn't we have like a metal shortage? Because, you know, it was hard to get metal for some reason. I don't know. It just seems like uh, could have went better. Could have just... I don't think we... I don't know if we should be commemorating it. And I'm sure that we, we always will. And, and, and by the way, you know, my hat's off to those guys. 90 years old. So many of them are still alive and uh, and uh, they saw some horror. I was in the Navy for almost four years and I saw enough. I didn't see anything, but I saw enough. Uh, and only once was I on a ship where we shot the guns. I was on the USS Mobile. And I don't remember the millimeter. I, I never cared. Eight millimeters, seven millimeter, 30s. I don't know. They were big guns. You know, um, ter- Tur- 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 anyway, turrets, whatever. They shot those guns. Man, that was loud. And that boat shook. Boom! I'm like, oh, man! That was loud. Hope you enjoyed the episode, folks. See you next week. Now we have come to the part of the show where it is time for the 8Gs. But they have not even rolled out 5G yet. No, no, Crystal. No. Here they are. No, Crystal. Goodbye, good day, good night, good luck. Good, good riddance, riddance. Godspeed. Godspeed, good, good rats, rats and great, great skills. skills, good rats, yuck, yuck. <laughs>